The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Well, the First Amendment is dying. That's right. The First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution is dying or it may even be dead. Uh, or possibly on life support. I'm not sure. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, here on the Mark Harrington Show. You can go to our website at markharrington.org. And we come to you live over our social media platforms as well as on the Salem radio stations in Detroit, Cleveland, and Columbus, Ohio. So what am I talking about? When I say that the First Amendment is dead or dying on our life support. Well, if you've been following us, that is my organization created equal. You know that we went up to the or was going to go up to the uh, Democrat presidential debates in Detroit, Michigan this past week. Uh, The Democrats are obviously uh, trying to find a nominee for president. And they have a series of these debates that have already begun. There's been there was one last month. There's there was one this past week and there's going to be a several more all the way through April. Uh, and the uh, so the Democrats were in uh, were in uh, Detroit debating. And uh, as is typically our our uh, routine or habit, we, we go and, and conduct outreach at these events, uh, these Democrat debates. We've also been to the conventions. We'll probably go to the. 2020 conventions for the Republican and Democrat national conventions. Uh, you know, and the reason we do that is twofold. First of all, there are a lot of people gathering, a lot of voters, a lot of uh, individuals we, we can reach with the truth about abortion and the gospel. But also we feel a, a responsibility to hold our elected officials or those who would be or have uh, uh, interest in being elected, uh, especially the president. We believe they should be held accountable. And so that's why we go to these kinds of venues. And so that's why we were up in in Michigan, up in Detroit at the uh, the presidential debates this week. And, uh, you know, I've done several of these in my uh, in my past history here uh, as a pro-life activist. And I have to say that this is uh, the the worst we've ever seen it. Uh, And it's gotten increasingly bad over the years. And that is that the police are more and more taking away people's uh, First Amendment rights at these types of venues. They feel like they have the obligation, prerogative, the, the uh, permission, if you will, to shut down the First Amendment around these types of events. And so when we went up to Detroit, I kind of figured we'd be up against it. I didn't realize how bad it was going to be until we arrived. And so we always assume, as we should, that we have the rights to free speech. We assume that we have the right to go on a public sidewalk, be in a public space and express ourselves. And so what we did is we took our signs and we went 
up towards the Fox Theater, which is where the presidential debates were being held in downtown Michigan. And so as we did that, we were stopped several times uh, during our time of outreach over the, uh, the hours that we were there by police on several occasions. And what I want to do here, I'm going to play these clips. Now, for you the folks listening by radio, I apologize. Some of the audio is not that great because we're using a GoPro camera. But uh, for those watching on social media, you're going to get uh, an, an education on what's taking place in our cities when it comes to police and the pro-life message. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, it's our message that was censored at the presidential debates. No one else was treated the way we were. And that's the bottom line. And we are uh, right at this moment looking into legal uh, recourse, legal action that we can take against the city if, if, that, if it seems uh, necessary. But anyway, so I want to do, first of all, is play this first clip. This is us, the first time we attempted to go to the public sidewalk nearby the Fox Theater. So go ahead and play that clip. Why is that? Back over can, can we go over there though? Do they have a reserve or something? Is it reserved? No, we just don't want any issues. So we'll make on that side, please. You can do your protesting from that side. Well, we have the right to be over there. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a legal order to go on that side. I'm giving you a legal order to go over there. I can't do that. We'll, we'll, we'll comply, but there's no reason for us legally to not go over there, right? Sir, our conversation's being recorded. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm giving you a legal order. Okay. Well, okay. that's unconstitutional. Well, let it be unconstitutional then. That's my name and badge number. Okay. I gave you a legal order. All right, go ahead and stop there. There, There's the first encounter with Detroit police. Uh, let, me, let me be clear of something before we get anywhere on this, and that is that we support law enforcement. Uh, we are law-abiding people. That's who we are, created equal. You know, we're Christians. We claim the name of Christ. We understand the importance of obeying civil authority. There's a reason for that. So we're law-abiding people. Uh, however, when the government over, overreaches, when it oversteps the limits that have been put on it, by the laws of the land, and in specifically, we're talking about the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that gives us the right to free speech, we're going to object to that. We're going to protest that. We're going to press against that because we believe the right to free speech is paramount to social reform, to changing culture, and to the preaching of the gospel. Without it, uh, it's going to be a lot harder to, to make change in America, and our, our founders made it clear that this is the the redress of grievances. The public square should be free of obstacles from law enforcement. But we also believe that the government can place reasonable time, place, and manner restrictions on speech. However, courts have ruled over the years that these restrictions must not or, or must be tailored in a way to be minimally restrictive to free expression minimally restrictive to free expression and and resigning pro-life activists like ourselves or for that matter anybody to some obscure non-visible location at a venue like this is a violation of those rights uh so that's why as you'll see down as we play the video clips i attempt to comply with everything they tell us to do 
because I don't believe necessarily getting arrested. I don't know if that's all that important, you know, to make our case. And in fact, it's better to be a, a, a plaintiff in, in a case than the defendant. But uh, several times our rights were infringed upon. This, this time they used this idea of a legal order, a legal order. And, you know, this is the trump card, right? Uh, a police, police officer basically say, I have the legal authority or I have a lawful order, a lawful authority to tell you what to do. Well, that's not necessarily the case, is it? I mean, they can't tell us to go do something that's wrong or illegal. Uh, they can't force us to obey something that's not law. Uh, that's why we live in a nation that is ruled by law, not men. Uh, the police departments are governed by the law of the land and the law of the state of Michigan, the law of, uh, of Detroit. And so he says this legal order. Let me read to you uh, Section 257602, compliance with order or direction of a police officer. A, a person, this is what it says, a person shall not refuse to comply with a lawful order or direction of a police officer when that officer for public interest and safety is guiding, directing, controlling, or regulating traffic on highways of this state. So he's talking about safety as it relates to traffic. Uh, there was no legal order that we are aware of. No city council passage of an ordinance, a special ordinance for this event that said that they could, they could separate us from other organizations or other protesters or keep us in a penned off area in nowhere land. Uh, that was just these police officers exercising what they believe they have the authority to do, but they don't, but they don't. This is what we call operating on the color of law, the color of law. That means that uh, an officer who's obviously representing the city of Detroit who has a badge, he's got a uniform on. And when they tell you to do something as a rule, you're going to comply. Why? Because if you don't, you're either going to get cited or arrested or something of that nature or detained or something. But they can't use that, uh, that, that badge or their uniform or their authority as a police officer to boss people around just for the sake, for, for the heck of it or for, for whatever reason they choose. That means that that's that's called being operating on the color of law under the uh, semblance of law by the fact that they are representing the city of Detroit. They just can't run rushshod over people's free speech rights. So that was the first encounter. Uh, we complied with that in protest, as we often do. Uh, so that was the first encounter. Now, let's go ahead. We're going to play the second clip. This is the second encounter with the. Uh, with the police in Detroit at the presidential debates this week. Then even though it's not reserved over there, we're not allowed to go over there. So uh, he says it's a legal order, even though he admitted it's not constitutional. So I mean, that's admitting it. Yeah, stop it there. Let me, let me just comment on that. The officer even said, he said uh, after he gave the legal order, which he said he had the authority to give, uh, he admitted, he said, quote, let it be unconstitutional then. I mean, if that isn't an admission that he's gone outside 
his lawful authority to tell us what to do, I don't know what would be. Go ahead and continue the clip. For, for safety reasons, basically. We want both sides to be safe. So we want this side to remain. Both side sides to, remain. to be safe. Everyone to keep the peace. You know, speak your mind, speak safety. your views, but for and safety reasons. Cars. And that's our job is to keep the safety. That's unbelievable. We can do a lot of bad things under the guise of safety. So what if we just stood over there away from them? So I'm I'm saying why don't can we go over here apart from the group of protesters? Go ahead and keep continue. Like I say, I I'm I'm answerable to my superiors, and my instructions are to keep both sides on opposite sides. Well, how do you know though in a crowd like this? How do I know? I mean, in this case, I know because you guys are holding the signs, and they said to keep the sides separated. But. There's people with all kinds of signs. We're supposed to keep people from crossing over. Uh, got it. Appreciate you, brother. Okay, so again, I, I uh, submit under protest, but once again, here's they're using this term. Well, first they used legal order to get us to move, and they said, let it be unconstitutional then. And then he said, we want to keep the both sides safe. Well, I do too, okay? But they can't be used as a cover for infringing upon people's First Amendment rights. The dearest, most important, sacrosanct right of American citizens. That is the right to free speech. Uh, just because they want to keep people safe doesn't mean they can boss people around arbitrarily. Uh, and he said that he was answerable to his superiors. Well, you know what? He should be answerable to the law, to the rule of law, and to the U.S. Constitution. And his superiors should also be answerable to them. Uh, this sounds like an order from on high to separate pro-life protesters from the rest of the group. That's why I asked him, how do you know when you have hundreds, if not thousands of people holding individual signs in a big group of people, how do you know how to separate separate them other than by telling what kind of content they're presenting? And see, that's where it is. If they separate by content, that's content-based discrimination. If they're going to put us in an obscure, non-visible area because we clearly, from their perspective, have a different point of view than the, uh, the folks that might be in a, another area, uh, that's content-based if they keep us from uh, being in an area where they would allow others. And that's exactly what they were doing. All right, so let's move on. We have another clip here. Uh, this is a, the third encounter with the police at the presidential debates this week. You can't be here on private property. This is private property. It's church property. You can't be here. So you're going to need there? them to tell me that. Yeah, yeah. You're go back down here. This is a clear barrier you guys have provided for us. It's not a clear barrier. It's private property. We're not moving. They don't want you here, so we're not moving. I'd like to hear it from them. You don't need to. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I know the law. No, you don't. They need to tell us to get off. All right, go ahead and stop it there. So here we have. Again, being told that we have to move, even though we're outside of the protective, so-called protective barrier that they have created around the Fox Theater, we are told that we have to leave because we're on private property. 
Well, listen, I'm not an attorney and I'm not a lawyer. I might play one on TV someday, but uh, I know at least the, the law when it comes to trespass. And the way the work that works is that you have to be told by the property owner to leave. And then the police can can enforce that. Um, so they're wrong again that we have to be told by the police to leave. And um, in this case, we were uh, I'm sorry, we were we need to be told by the property older, uh, owner to leave. So we were told we were trespassing and we needed to leave. Let me read. This is Section 750.552 of the uh, the, the uh, Michigan law on trespass. And it says a person shall not do any of the following. Enter the lands or premises of another without lawful authority after having been forbidden to do so by the owner or occupant or the agent of the owner or occupant. So, okay, we were not told by the owner to leave. And that's why I said we need to be told by the owner. And if the owner told us to leave, we would. Now, what's also interesting is on this parking lot of the church, there were several campaign trucks and people holding campaign signs, but nobody was doing anything about them. The police weren't telling them to leave. In fact, there was this huge LED billboard truck that was playing anti-Democrat candidate or anti-Democrat messages on different campaigns. And I pointed that out and I said, well, what about these folks? And the reason they told us to leave is because of the type of speech that we were expressing. That is that we were using abortion victim photography and obviously very clearly uh, protesting the event. And that's why they told us to leave. So they were wrong on trespass. They were wrong on this lawful or legal order. And if you, if you go ahead and continue this clip, you'll find out that they were wrong on uh, giving me a warning before they arrested. Go ahead. get a little ahead of that. That's just talking about the trespass right there. So we're going to play the clip. Yeah, go ahead and play that clip. Yes, we're going to play the clip. This is the one where they uh, handcuff me and tell me that I'm going to be going to jail. Respect your right to protest. No, you don't. Otherwise, you'd let us stay. Sir, you're going to have to go to the public. You just let us stay. This is real easy. We can do it the easy way or the hard way. We got 10, we got maybe two hours here. We're going to hold our signs peacefully, quietly protest, and then we're going to leave. Or we're going to do it the hard way. We're going to hold our signs. You're going to arrest us. And then we're going to sue the city and you're going to lose. Which would you like? Which, which would you like? Sir, I'm going to give you a direct order. You can move to the public property. Where is that? Right here? That's public. No, that's public. Two, two blocks that way where nobody is, right? There's thousands of people right now. The rest of the protesters are, yeah. So the Democrats who are coming in, I get it. There's Republicans too. There's counter protesters. There's pro Trumpers. There's pro You're not the only pro white people. Surprise, there's more people down there too. We're not there for them. No, they listen though. That's the difference. If you notice, there's no one doing any type of protesting. No, he's just got a guy there with signs. See him? He's got, a, he's got an arrow sign. Oh! Oh, I see. If you're in opposition, so it's content-based. I get it. Now I get it. It's content-based. My words or not? I don't have time. 
I have a very busy day and I've got to keep a large venue safe. You got a busy day, so the First Amendment goes out the window. Oh, that, that's where he says for them to arrest me. You're supposed to give me three warnings. You didn't. I gave you two warnings down there. And he's giving you one. Well, that was a different area. This is this is clearly outside of your prominent area. Okay, listen, guys. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell my people if they want to get arrested or not. Do you guys? Anybody? Oh, no, you, this isn't Burger King, dude. No. Okay. no. This is, you had your chance. You had an opportunity. <laughs> guys, go go ahead and leave the property. Leave the property. Leave the property. Would you like to join them? Leave the property. Would you like to join them? Here's Are you letting me go? Will you like to join them? If you're going to arrest me. Are you going me, to walk away and go where we got told everyone you else to, to go? We're not allowing. you got a constitutional right to do it. What I'm saying is you can't do it here, and this is a sterile area. I can't have a Boston bombing. I can't have these things. Oh, come on. No, sir. All right, all right, all right. We'll walk. We'll walk. Come on. We'll walk. Thank you. All right, stop it there. But I do want to play the remainder of the clip. Let me go through that with you now. So, so we've been told several times, at least three times at this point, that we can't go to specific areas because the police say that uh, you know they have a secure area or whatever, whatever reason. I mean, they used uh, that they had a lawful order. They used uh, that we were going to be. Uh, cited for disorderly conduct, even though that we weren't violating that statute, uh, that we couldn't be in a particular area, that we had to go to the designated protest area, which was separated from everybody else who was there to protest or, or who are in their support of the Democrats for president. And, uh, and, and they were supportive of abortion. And then this final one is where I was never told that I would be put under arrest, which you have to be told that before they cuff you. And that's what this that's what happened. They, they began to cuff me right away. They didn't tell me that I was going to be cuffed. They didn't give me any warning that I was going to be put under arrest. And then they began to cuff me. And that's when I told the people with me that they should go ahead and walk because I didn't want them to get arrested. And that's when the, uh, the the police officer basically said, uh, do you want to walk? And of course, I didn't want to go to jail for this. I never intended that. That was never my purpose there. It was just to to express ourselves, to to do our thing, which we do routinely without issue, and then to go about our business. That's what I wanted to do. But they they used police state tactics and forced us once again to leave an area that was clearly within our uh, uh, legal uh, uh, rights to be at unless we were told to leave by the property owner. Uh, it's been interesting. One of the uh, police officers said, this is not Burger King. I didn't know what he meant until later when I asked our team what he meant by that. And he said, well, if you remember the old commercial by Burger King, it was an apparent reference to not having it our way, I guess. <laughs> uh, when he said, uh, this is not Burger King that we don't get to pick and choose what to do. OK, now I now I get it was supposedly a joke. Uh, and then finally, the police officer said, I can't have a Boston bomber. Uh, and now think about that. Here we are, a group of young people and myself, probably about 15 of us holding abortion signs. Everybody knows what we're doing. We're protesting abortion. And we're overt and, and, and out in the open about it. And he says, I can't have a Boston bombing. I mean, come on. That was unbelievable. All right, let's finish this clip uh, real quickly. This is where I'm uh, being uh, 
ushered, if you will, off the property as I'm leaving. Go ahead and play the clip. All right, guys. Okay, let's go this make way. Make a left, make a right, go to Woodward and Adams, the open area where the rest of everybody is. Please. Rest of everybody, where they penned them up. Blocks away. Let's go. All right. No, when you do this stuff, please state that's what happens. Can you please tell him to leave too? You can't have so pro a person or with a con, sign. right? Pro or con. I don't know what he represents. Well, it shouldn't matter. If they have a sign, if they have a sign, take them out. Be fair. Be fair. They have a sign, they should leave. Come on. You're not doing a very good job of it. Come on, let's go. I don't know. Alaska, I think. All right. That's the end of the clip. So <laughs> as I'm leaving, there's a guy holding a protest sign and he's been allowed to stand there for as long as we were there inside the protected barriers. And no one said a word to him until I stepped by and said, what about him? What about him? He goes, well, I don't know what he stands for. I said, well, it shouldn't matter. You're supposed to be neutral. This isn't supposed to be separating uh, particular points of view. And so once again, showing the bias of the police in Detroit. Then one, one, uh, one person, a passerby says, where are they taking you? And I said, I guess we're going to Alaska. Anyway, that's the story from the presidential debates in Detroit this week. Uh, we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.